Brief disclaimer, this episode of the Finicky Podcast involves two very drunk dads. Me being the drunker dad, I want to clarify that playing this back is like listening to a voicemail that you left someone at 3 in the morning. It's bad, and I apologize in advance. Now, without any further ado, Drunk Dad's Draft. Yes! All right. Can you hear me? Yes. Irish bar. Oh, you're there. Well, we made it. It's happening. In fact, we are looking at the 2020 Finicky Draft Recap right now. It is, it is, it is fresh, it is new, it is shocking, and it is, what is it? How do you feel about it? You, I was the sixth pick, you, I believe, were the seventh pick. Uh, do you feel wounded? Do you feel alive? Yes, How do yes. you feel? I, I feel better about this draft than I did last draft. Let's put it that way. Looking at it, you were the seventh pick. It started with Derek Henry. Did you feel good about that? I did feel good about that. I actually was going to take Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Have you not taken him right before me? Really? However, yes, I thought, well, I'll be honest. I, I broke this all down on how I thought things were going to go. Yeah. I actually had JP taking Clyde Edwards-Hilaire because I thought that would be something he would do. Maybe it is something he would have done had he actually... Because, yeah, he didn't have a chance. Yeah, I, I, thought that, I thought Zach would take him, but that was too early. If Zach was dropped down lower, I feel like he would have taken him in a heartbeat. Yeah. Just because his affinity for Chiefs running backs. Um. But that was kind of my go-to in the first round. But my fallback was going to be on Derrick Henry just because it's safe. That's the way I look at it. Derrick Henry's a very safe pick. I think it was very smart. I thought it was a good pick. I, I When I took my player, I was thinking Derrick Henry, but I was also thinking, like, that is the safe pick. And... Uh, Rarely do you win the league by making the safe picks. I went aggressive. And I took Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Not a sexy name, but it was that for me or Mike Thomas, and I just, I don't know. I let it go. All right. So, with that happens, I take Clyde Edwards Hilaire at six. You take Derrick Henry at seven. Then we flip into round two. What did you see happening, and what happened to you? make you choose Patrick Mahomes. Well, this is where I kind of, I looked at previous drafts and kind of saw how there's always a run of quarterbacks in a row. And I wanted to make sure I saw that there's two top quarterbacks and that's Lamar Jack. Excuse me. I'm still drinking. I don't know about you, but you should, um, you should always yeah, be but, still drinking. Yeah, here we are, ten ten thirty. Everyone's asleep, but I'm here in the same Everyone's bar. Everyone's asleep I, at ten thirty. That's not something we used to say. No, we're both drinking. We're both gonna have a good time late into the night. Now, tell me about all the things you did. 
But anywho, I looked at theirs. Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, and after there, you have that's like where the tear breaks. And I said, well, you know what? I'm at a position that I feel like if I don't take a quarterback here, I know I'm going to get. I mean, it's gonna. I'm going to have like the eighth quarterback. Right. And so I thought this is a good value for him in a two quarterback league, and so that's why I essentially started that run that you saw in the second round. Yeah. That yeah. being said, there was a lot of really good players on the board there. It's hard to take a quarterback that early, but in, but what I saw last year of not having that stable number one quarterback, it really fucked me. So I didn't want to have that problem again. Well, I'll tell you, I think you made the right choice because you took Patrick Mahomes, and that was the one pick difference from Deshaun Watson and the three pick difference from Kyler Murray to follow by Dak Prescott and Russell Wilson. So essentially the quarterback run began there. And if anyone could say, I'll get a three pick difference between Patrick Mahomes and Kyler Murray, I think they'd take that bet any day of the week. Yeah. Yeah, so I was really happy with that, how that turned out. But but I think that's that's the funny thing about finicky, right? And we saw we see this in in previous years too. You know, we all kind of do what the others are doing at that time, and yes. and I kind of wanted to make sure that I wasn't playing catch up like I did in previous years. Very so, smart. Yeah. So then we drift into round three. It goes uh uh Tyreek Hill top of the round uh Zach getting kind of a possible steal in the French tickler and then we go Gurley which was a bust Julio Kelsey <laughs> at Devonte Adams and then you snag Chris Godwin do you feel anything special about Chris Godwin or is that just like a value pick there in the late third I think it was you value can't take him Right before DeAndre Hopkins. And I think most people would take Hopkins before Godwin. Yeah, but I like the thought. I Look, I had Godwin and Hopkins last year. And Godwin was fabulous. Hopkins was okay. Yeah. But I'm more afraid with Hopkins in that new offense in, in Arizona. I, I don't trust that he will have the same value that he's had in years past. And, and, and I mean, you can say the same thing though about, you know, Chris Godwin, like as a new quarterback, but that new quarterback is someone who likes that slot receiver as we've seen in the past. And so I thought, Hey, let's try it. I mean, yeah. he's a fabulous wide receiver. So I thought it's a good value at that, at that stage i didn't think he would be there at that time so yeah well then we go into the fourth round and uh galladay beckham amari cooper big wide receivers maybe the last big wide receivers off the board and you go chris carson what was your motivation there uh the motivation was that i knew that the running back drops very quickly the, that position drops very quickly in this year's draft and i like that value of chris carson because if he can stay healthy i think he could be a the guy used to be a, a fringe first round pick and you snag him here at the top of the fourth that's pretty good yeah. 
I thought it's good value for someone who I actually do think is a very good running back. It's just whether or not he can stay healthy. I took yeah. a little risk this year, I think, with health, which, God fucking damn it. Um, yeah, so we'll see. You know, I mean, it could end up being a terrible, terrible choice because he could – and I don't particularly like drafting Seahawks players because, frankly, I it's, it's hard to – You get emotionally see. involved. Exactly. But – Hey, it's good value. Good. I'm trying to. Well, pull the up running back there. trend didn't stop. With uh, it went. It went. Not, I I picked DJ more than with David Johnson, and then it went Thielen, Juju, and then James Conner, Jonathan Taylor. I mean that. So a lot of top end talent ends there. We go to the fifth, and you end up with. Uh, Robert Woods. This is after Tom Brady, A.J. Brown, Le'Veon Bell, Tyler Lockett, Cam Newton, and Antonio Gibson. What were you thinking there at Woods in the fifth? I was thinking that Woods is, once again, another safe option. Um, He's not not a sexy pick, but I needed someone who I can guarantee – some points now i know i think you had him last year and he started out incredibly disappointing but then he ended up being perfectly fine and part of the reason why you won yeah Uh, just because it was a despite an injury thing he he still did poorly but it ended up working out and he was fine but i get it he's a safe pick and then you follow yourself into the sixth round in which you snag calvin ridley now that is um, still underneath the 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 blanket that is Julio Jones. What do you think about Calvin Ridley this year? I like Calvin this year. I I think, I mean, that offense, Matt Ryan, the way that he throws the ball, he can support two high end people. And the truth is, is you got probably the best wide receiver in the game. And Julio Jones on one side, so that leaves him open to, to catch mm-hmm. the ball. So that's why I decided, hey, sounds good to me. That's and smart. it'll give value in that spot. So wait, one question I forgot to mention. So in the fifth round, you snag Robert Woods. In the sixth round, Zach snags Cooper Cup. Is that you saying that Woods would do better than Cup this year? I like Cup. I... I think when it comes to those two, you don't know wh- who's the best. And exactly. it purely came down to, I think, Cooper Cup's got that injury that's lingering right now. And I've got too many other people who I'm relying on staying healthy. Yeah. So um, Cooper Cup could easily be the better wide receiver in that offense. It's hard to know. Um, yeah. But I actually, while we go back to that round, I'm curious about your Antonio Gibson pick. Let's talk about oh, that. Oh, are we looking at my picks? Well, are we going to we gonna loop back around to look at you after me, or are we just uh, going around? Well, I, I, it's happening. Antonio Gibson, probably a reach, but I don't know, man. I just I've never seen a hype like this. I've never seen somebody who was a wide receiver, who had such physical gifts, who played running back just so few snaps in college. 
and everybody looked at it and said, that guy's going to fuck. Like, I've never seen it before in my life. And so I made it a priority to overdraft him. And this was by one round. I had him in the sixth, but I looked at what was coming up. And you know what? Cam Akers, I like him, but he had his shot at Florida State. Not to say he won't be a great pro. But he had a shot at Florida State for a couple of years, and he never made anything of it. And so, I mean, doesn't it seem natural that in the NFL, maybe Antonio Gibson just blows up and becomes a thing? I don't know. I gave it a shot, and I, I, I never regret it. On the Washington football team, anything is possible this anything year. Anything is I feel possible. Like. We'll see. Yeah. So, but I just. It was very interesting. I I like I liked him because of the hype that I was also reading on him, uh, but I was never looking at him at that round. I was looking at him more in the seventh. But or right. what round was it? That, yeah, I mean, but fifth. hey, took him in the middle of the fifth. <laughs> but the thing is, is you're also that's how you win this game, right? Like you, you, t- you, you, you call your shots and you take them before you know that. Cause I bet you Zach had that guy on his, I bet you he had him circled. I guarantee yes, fucking it. Zach. Yeah, probably fucking scoundrel. So, <laughs> all right, we look at, we look at the seventh round and this is when things start to get polarized. There's a lot of guys that should have been taken. A lot of guys that didn't get taken. And, uh, you take, the Mark Ingram? That's a great pick. I, I mean, the value was, I just couldn't pass that up. I wouldn't, yeah, I wasn't yeah. looking for him. Um, but I, I played the, so the next pick, right? The Raheem Mostert. Like, I played that San Francisco running back fucking roulette last year, and, and it sucked. It just sucked <laughs> to know. I don't trust, uh, you know, Shanahan and what he's going to do. Hey. And, yeah, and, and so the thing is, is I not I did not want to pick anyone in that offense, and Mark Ingram. I don't know. I mean, gosh, he had his replacements already on the team, so I figure he's got he's playing for his freaking career. So let's just he's gonna he's gonna ball out. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's it. Smart. So then we're on to the eighth round uh, in which uh, you find yourself snagging A.J. Green. You know, J.P. had such a good time with him last year. I thought I would, you know, jump in on that game. Um, No, I I just look at A.J. Green as I know the risk is there. And but if A.J. Green, the last time that A.J. Green played the game, he was a number one wide receiver. He was fabulous. But he just has been out for so long. So, I don't know. I guess I'm betting on the fact that he goes back when, you know, you got the number one quarterback. You got a team that's probably going to suck that's still going to have to throw a lot. (laughs) If he can last, why not? Let's try it. You know. Who knows? So, we go to the ninth round. Uh, You know, Dobbins, Brown, Diggins, Boyd, Jones, Rogers, and did you take Matt Stafford? 
I did. Well, I was going to take Aaron Rodgers, but you decided to make the the, the All Star team of twelve. <laughs> I have the oldest QB duo ever. The only way you could have made it, like if you had Drew Brees and Tom Brady, you legitimately would have the probably the two oldest quarterbacks in the NFL. So. But, you decided to settle because Tom Brady went so early. You decided to settle for Aaron Rodgers instead. I settled and I settled well. Did you settle well because you took Matt Stafford? I, maybe. I, it, Stafford was awesome last year for the time he played. I don't think that team's going to be good either. And so I think they're going to do exactly what was successful last year. That's him fucking throwing the ball all the time to... Kenny Galladay, and who knows? We'll see. I don't know. I, when you get down this far, like, I mean, what, who else am I going to take, right? Like, right. Gardner Minshew went after me. Yeah, I could have taken him. I, I like Gardner. I hate that team, so I'm not taking him. Daniel Jones, fuck that guy. Ben Roethlisberger, I don't know if he's going to live it, it, another day in the NFL. Jared Goff, that guy sucks. So I was just kind of got to a point to where I don't know what's going to happen with these quarterbacks. So this is the last guy who I had somewhat of a hope in. I'll wait for the train to go. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I thought I thought that was a sound effect train that we're adding to the podcast. That's the sound effect train. I, yeah, it's a snake train. Beep, 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 beep. No, that's the hype train coming in. The hype train for Gardner Minshew and his Bud Light. That's our, that's our unrelenting hype train graphic. It doesn't stop for you. It just keeps going and going and going. Good. Well, yeah. I want to know, how do you feel about Aaron Rodgers, you know, here in the ninth round? Because... Oh, oh, oh. If you could have... That would be an incredible... If I could have had... Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees that late? Uh, yeah, I've been okay with it. I didn't see it happening. It just appeared. But here's what I think, whether you realize it or not. You probably did because you, 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 you see all. But you got that Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams stack, and that's pretty nice. It is. It is. That's it was like grabbing nice. value. That's something that you used to have to pay for. You just have to pay for that. The and thing is, though, is I don't see any other person on that offense scoring touchdowns except for Devontae Adams exactly. and Aaron Rodgers. So oh, you put yourself in a good so spot there. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. I didn't try for it, but it just appeared before me. All right. So yeah. we move beyond uh, my riches and we go to the 10th round. Where we kick it off with Big Ben, Montgomery, Bobby Wagner, Willie Fuller, which I think is great. That's yours. Yeah, well, if he can stay healthy, he's got to be the number one on that team now with with, with Hopkins on. I guess. I mean, it could be Cooks, I suppose. Oh, that's great. Think about that. If you had waited two picks, that pick would have been Brandon Cooks. Like, who do you want? Will Fuller or Brandon Cooks? Brandon Cooks has got headaches, man. He's right. He has a headache. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so we'll see, see what happens. But 
Zach Moss. That's you. Yeah, Zach even, Moss. We'll even know who that is. <laughs> I know who Zach Moss is. That's why I dropped him. I'd say you grabbed Will Fuller three picks before his backup, which means that you grabbed an alpha really late in the game. That was good. I was not looking to snag Zach Moss. I was looking to snag Will Fuller. And the fact that you got him, ah, I'm envious. You had a good round well, 10. Here's the thing. You say you're envious, but Will Fuller hasn't finished an entire season his entire career. So we'll, well see. Well, you don't get perfect players in the 10th round. But if you can get an alpha, somebody who can win healthy, give you production, that's pretty good. Like Justin Tucker as pick 100. Exactly. Like Justin fucking Tucker. All right. So, we're in the 11th round, and you snag Harrison Butker? Well, I got, I got that Patrick Mahomes. I figure every time he scores, I might as well take the kicking score, too. So, I just really rely on that offense. That's pretty—I guess that's smart. That's smart. Otherwise, I, I knew—once I saw that Justin Tucker went just before— I knew it was only a matter of time before the kickers start going off, so I figured I'd get into the game. I mean, and at this point, I'm just, you know, I'm looking at kind of, I have everything else filled out. This is kind of the backup players, and so it's kind of a crapshoot anyway, so I figured yeah. this, why don't I get someone I can rely on on kicker because it sucks to jump around from kicker to kicker to kicker every week. So we go to the 12th round, and you've got Deshaun Jackson, Philadelphia. That's not a bad pick, as they have health problems. And if Deshaun Jackson is healthy, well, you might get a, a what, a, a WR1? What do you think? I think that's why I, I grabbed him. They don't, I mean, Zach Ertz, I think, is their one. Mm -hmm. But... That team is in shambles, so why not go for, I mean, Deshaun Jackson, I had him last year, too. He had one good week, and then he was out for the rest of the year, so that could be another one of those, but, yeah, that's why, you know, I mean, it's the last, like, number one you can get. I guess, yeah, I mean, I don't know if Robbie Anderson, no, he's not. He's number two. Yeah, <laughs> it's a number yeah. one. I think you stand by it. And then we go to uh, 13th round. And you snag Preston Williams. And with 14th, you pick the Chiefs coach. Is there other people at this level that you wanted? You can be honest. The draft is over. Oh, at this point, it was just like, what's what's available? I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. Preston Williams is the first pick. I really kind of was like, I don't know what to do here. And... I just started thinking about that offense and that sounded good because they're going to, if, if it's, if it's Fitzpatrick, there could be some value there because that guy yeah. just, it. Um, and then they went for the chiefs head coach. Cause once again, I think why not choose the chiefs this year when you have, when I have my cards in on the other elements of it. So no one else had taken a coach at that time. And so, but the coach is one of those underrated things in finicky where you can get 13 points from blowouts, and you get blowouts when you have the Chiefs. So, there you 
That's and then, it. you know, later on, I mean, I love there's something you want to talk about in your later picks. You took uh, you took uh, Schobert and Chris Thompson, uh, Pat O'Donnell. You got some good late round picks. Is there somebody in the draft you wanted, unless this is to you know, sabotage your trade value? Is there somebody you wanted in the draft that you wanted that you didn't get? Who did you want in Finnegan? Um, I would say, I mean, I I did want Clyde Edwards Hilaire because I think that because you were drunk. Well, well, always, <laughs> but um, I don't know. I I would say I actually I'm just looking through here to see. I, I actually was hoping, and I think it was, um, I should have seen the writing on the wall here. I was hoping that Cam Newton would drop into round six because I was actually planning on taking my second quarterback there. I think Cam Newton is a super good value this year because. Cam Newton, you mean uh, to Stephanie's pick, mid-fifth round? I, I. What is it going to take him in that round, round five? I don't think many would. But round six, um, I was I was looking at that just as once again, knowing how quickly the quarterbacks go in our league and knowing that, I mean, you get the unknown of Cam, right? Like you could have, once again, I think it was, JP who had him last year and it really just was unfortunate. But I don't know. I think I think he's gonna be good this year. Yeah. No, I, I, unfortunately, because I, I, I hate I hate saying that the Patriots are gonna be good, but I think it's a good I think that I mean so I would say that I I, I guess I wish Cam Newton dropped a little bit more. Other than that, I don't know. I... Thanks, Stephanie. Well, all right. Well, yeah. I've got a, I've got shit blowing around outside my house, so I'm going to have to cut through short. Um, is there anything else you wanted to snag in your draft that you didn't get? I'm just looking. I, I don't think so. I mean, when you get into those later rounds, you have no fucking clue what's going to happen. And it's, I mean. Well, I'll tell you, I actually didn't want Kenyon Drake. My son told me to draft him, so I did it. I really wanted Joe Mixon, and I feel like the, the JP pairing Joe Mixon with Ezekiel Elliott probably is, I don't know, is that the best running back tandem in the league? It has to be. I, I mean, I think he even said that when he when he got picked. I love Joe Mixon this year, and I... Yeah, I would, Joe Mixon falling to seven and Zeke falling to four. My I feel fallback. like JP might get a perfect storm. Yeah, and my fallback option was always if for, I actually thought Patrick Mahomes was going to get picked prior to this mid-second round, so I thought he would be gone by then, and that's and I was looking at Joe Mixon at that pick in the second round, but I'm happy with Patrick Mahomes and yeah, you should be. But Joe well, Mixon, Joe Joe Mixon, I think is a great pick this year. I think Zach. Got the worst part of Joe Mixon last year, 
<laughs> and by the time that Joe Mixon came around, that the it was already it was too late. Yeah. Um, but I think they realized. You I mean you got a new coach, and they realized, oh shit, we actually have someone really good. Maybe we should focus on that instead of Andrew Dalton. You know, surprise. Yeah. One's still around, one's not. So yeah, I think that's. But that's int- I think I think Kenyon Drake's a good one though. I think you're well, we'll I, see. Yeah. All right. Well, Snake, I think we've done it. I think we'll get drunk. We we'll watch some football and we'll talk again next week. Yes. 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 Did it. It All feels right. good to have this done. Right. The draft is in the books. It is now up to fate. Snake, it's been and, great. And football on Sunday. Football on Sunday. Thursday. I'll see you then. I'm football sure I'll be using it together. Let's pile into the tiki bar and watch some football. Yes, yes. COVID yes. could go away. Yes. All right, that's good. I'll talk All to right. you later. See you later, dude. Okay.